No, you good. Oh. Just click record. Come sit down and click it. Okay, <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. I would, what like you say? Coming. Uh, <laughs> I'm coming. Hey. Why are you revisiting me being bullied on TikTok? I'm not revisiting it. Lucky is freaking hilarious. No, she's a fucking asshole. She is freaking hilarious. I love Lucky. She does that more than you all know. She goes and throws shade about me I on her social Lucky. media. That's my girl. Why? Why is it that when you become, I guess, the gay one out the family, why mm-hmm. are you always the butt of the jokes? Because I, they, Tamia and Tamisha, when they go on vacations, right? They always like get us souvenirs. What's and the they always come back with gay shit for me. Oh. So to me, she had bought me a, a shot glass uh-huh. and it was the rainbow pride shit on uh-huh. it. Tamisha got me some shit that was like a key tag uh-huh. and it's like gay sister something. Uh-huh. You don't like that friend? It's funny. They uh-huh. do it because they're trying to be funny. Right. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, I would like to just be Tamaya and not be gay as hell. Okay. Okay. <laughs> tell them. Tell them. She would like to be Tamaya. And I guess, yeah, but it's okay, though. She dedicated that song to you this week on TikTok. That's love. No, it's not love. It is. <laughs> she was having a great time, but hey. How y'all doing? Ooh, ooh. Hi. All right. How y'all doing? You know what's crazy? What? I be quoting TikToks all the time, and it's so freaking hilarious to me. You know that TikTok? What TikTok? Hi. How y'all doing? You don't know that TikTok? I feel like... Oh, my God. Okay. I think you be seeing grandma stuff in your TikTok. I don't. Oh, my God. You're so We don't be seeing the same stuff on our For You page. Did you put your phone on Do Not Disturb? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, I did. You 100%? No, I did. I did. Okay, okay, okay. I did. I did my job. Okay. Hey, everybody. If you're on YouTube, thank you for watching. Make sure you like, comment, and hit that. Like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell. Bing. And if you are tuned in on your favorite streaming platform, thank you for tuning in. Period. Hey, man, if you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, I know there's like a feature where you can leave us a review, give us some stars, mm-hmm. a rating. Mm-hmm. Do that shit. Do we, that stuff matters. Do so it. if you on Apple Podcasts and you haven't gave us a rating, a star rating, mm-hmm. do it for us, please. Thank you. You know what I was thinking? What? We should do a giveaway. A giveaway? A giveaway. We're we going to talk details. Okay. Okay. We're going to talk details. I mean, we did hit the 400. We hit, we hit 400. I, was, I said, get us to three. Yeah. And I, we hit four. I actually have the clip I was going to post today of you saying that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, Thank you for following us on Instagram. Period. We actually hit over 100 followers on TikTok, too. Okay, period. So that's two milestones we've reached. Y'all doing y'all shit. Yeah, thank you for supporting. Now, tune into the podcast. Don't just sit there and watch the clips, the funny stuff we post. Right. Watch us here, too. Right. You hear Get into it. Yes, sir. Get in tune, stupid. Hey, that's, what it's, hey, that's how I go? You know, hey, that's how I, I don't like how women talk today. Why? Y'all be pissing me off with the new slang, all the fucking phrases, the catchphrases y'all be having. Wow, that, no, that's a DJ. That's a DJ. Um, sign off, sign on, or whatever. You gotta be from New York or something. No, no, he's from Chicago. I don't know, bro. Um, 
I don't. I think it's is it DJ V Dub. I don't know. I don't know DJs for real. All I, I know is DJ Hot Rod. I think it's a DJ. He used to play on WGCI, and I, I think it, it used to say "Get in Tune, Stupid." Oh, okay. Well, I was talking about the whole. It's giving. Why you don't like the way we talk? Cause you do it too. No, I do it to mock y'all. I don't do it because I actually talk like that. Now. It's funny though. It yeah, cause I'm I'm mocking you for a reason. It's funny, but that be that be females' real live language. Like that's all they know how to speak. Period. Period. <laughs> period. With a T. I saw somebody post and said, "Um, it's period with a T." Period. Are and, you fucking kidding me? And what about it? Y'all gotta grow the fuck up real bad. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Should, Real bad. That should be pissing me off. I remember I was talking to a girl one time, getting to know her, right? Uh-huh. And she just kept saying, it's giving is not giving what it's supposed to give. Right. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you trying to say to me? Because I wasn't in tune with the new slang. Uh-huh. This is during COVID. So yeah, I wasn't into the city girls and shit yet. Right. Bro, she... It's not giving what it's supposed to give. It's giving very much. And I'm just like, Period. what are you talking about? And then, I, and then I, and then I stopped talking to her goof ass. Period. And all I hear is y'all saying that shit. And I was like, oh. Don't do her like that. She was really giving quality conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she was giving. She was giving quality conversation real bad. Are you kidding me? And you was being a hater. And uh, you know what's crazy? What? That's a lie. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Because no, in the matter of me knowing and talking to that girl for like one month, she told me her deep, deepest, deepest, darkest secrets. Right. Because I was giving quality conversations, <laughs> <laughs> even like, though I couldn't understand her Please shut up. <laughs> you mock everybody, though. Like, you got that real bad, for real. Like, not even trying to be funny. You, the impersonations that this girl <laughs> give right here, it needs an Oscar. Bro, cause she's sick. Cause y'all don't I, let her be mad. She really finna mock the shit at you, <laughs> and it's really finna be a mess for real. It's funny. I was on the phone with Jazz today, and I was mocking Fat Joe because I was watching a Fat Joe interview. Fat Joe? Yeah. Okay, give it to us. What he say? He was like this. Fat Joe was black. I'm black. Oh, when I when I went Mr. Farrakhan, uh, he say, "What up, black man?" When I went Al Sharpen, he say. What up, black man? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what that's supposed to mean? I'm not supposed to say it, but I'm... I'm... <laughs> so wait, you are sick. You are sick. Don't do that no more. <sighs> Don't do it no more. Stop impersonating these folks, okay? Everybody got their own little twang, their little whatever, how they talk, and I just be trying to emulate them so that you really know that I'm not trying to be biased. Like, I'm trying to give you their side of the story, too. Okay. So I got to talk like them so you know, like... You got to talk like them? Yeah, because sometimes when you be trying to tell the other person's side of the story, people be lying. They don't get everybody the full... But s- you be trying to tell their side of the story... And while be being sound- them. But it be sounding funny, though. Because the tone and emotion matters behind, you know, maybe but when, but when you be mad, though, it, it be a different tone and emotion. You be, why would she say that like that? <laughs> I don't understand. Because you got to know that I'm not tripping. She really did say it sarcastic, and I got to say it in her voice. Maya. Okay. Whatever, man. Whatever. At least I try to tell the full story both sides and not what just they my say, side. Grow up real bad. Whatever. Real bad. Whatever. Real <laughs> Stop bad. that shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, y'all. All right, man. This is episode 14. Is it 14? Yes, this is episode 14. Damn. Yes. This time is going by fast. 14? Yes. 
14. Right? Yeah, it's 14. Yeah, this is 14. Stop tripping me out. No, it is 14. You right. I'm yes. just shocked. I'm shocked. All right. Let me put my phone on um low battery mode because. You always coming over here with your phone. I got 10%. Phone dead. I got it real bad. Here. I'm not going to lie. God damn. No, nah, friend. You know what? Nah. Put it behind my back. <laughs> Man, I stay with a dead phone, y'all. and that's childish, very childish of Why? you. Because grown people make sure that their phone is charged. Ain't enough. nobody calling me. Ain't nobody checking for me. And somebody rip you up off the street from leaving my place. What's gonna happen then? You what? can't call, text, send no well, SOS. If they rip me off the street. I they just gonna have to take me. I don't, I don't know what to. T- I don't know what to do. Yeah, well, I ain't gonna be able to call nobody. I guess so. You, you my phone gonna be dead. I don't know, y'all. I can't keep my phone charged. I be sleeping right next to my charger, and I can't do it. But anyway. <sighs> Let's get to the pod. Let's hop into it, y'all. <clears throat> okay. Get into it! Do you want to... Oh. We're heading to hot topics. Hot topics. So. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, your mama. God Probably. damn it. <laughs> so let's we get into one. it, man. Okay, let's get into it. Your boy. That's not my boy. Yeah, boy, yeah, boy. Kanye West and his no, recent. No, no, that's not his name. What's his name? His name is Yay. Yay. Put some respect on his name. No. Yay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Come on, Fred. That was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I quit. Okay, come on. Yayster, Mr. Yay West. Kanye West. White Lives Matter, man. Get the fuck out of here. Immediately, white the lives door. matter. Immediately, immediately, no. White lives don't matter. Go to hell. <laughs> immediately to the door. Okay. You ain't like that, Samaya. That's not acceptable. The issue that I have with Kanye is that he uses his platform sometimes to do dumb shit. Okay. And I and I don't like it. And people be, oh well, I wonder what the deeper meaning is. I wonder what the deeper meaning is. Cause you know Kanye always be pulling some shit out his ass. Oh, what I really meant was, no nah, nigga. Mm-hmm. I can't even call his ass a nigga no more. Cause he, <laughs> he is not a nigga. And Boosie, Boosie gonna turn this man white <laughs> on the photo. Yes. He's funny as hell. Yes. But Kanye, I feel like Kanye is one of the people, you know, when you was in class and like a student kept doing some shit, and the more and more you laugh, the more and more you entertain it, they kept they doing keep it. doing it, yeah. I feel like that's the type of person Kanye is. The moment we cut him out and stop feeding it attention and yeah. stop going off about it, I yeah. feel like he not going to have the motive to do it no more. Mm-hmm. He acts out because he knows it's going to get attention. Yeah. And that's what he needs right now, especially with this whole Gap and Adidas shit he going through. Yeah. He needs attention. So he going to figure out a way to do that. And, like, I ain't going to lie, he's a genius when it comes to that shit. Cool. But this is hurting the community, <clears throat> and that's not okay. So to, to get up on a public platform and do that, is you yeah. for real? And nah. you know the white people are just yes, Kanye. Oh eat, yeah, I've been eat seeing it the fuck up. I've been seeing comments from white people eating it up. Yeah, <laughs> eating it the fuck up. But this not the first time though. It started with the "Make America Great Again" bullshit, and then the slavery was a choice thing. Now this bullshit. So I just want to know, Kanye fans, because I know y'all out there. What are we? What are we supposed to do? Cause y'all, the, the Kanye fans be riding real hard. Yeah, they always got a reason. Oh, for... Kanye, he's really smart. He know what he doing. Yeah. Oh, he y'all don't just mean not it like visionaries. That. Y'all don't really know. Y'all not revolutionaries. You can't really see the vision. 
Right. Yeah. They be really riding ass. <laughs> and Kanye really just keep upsetting me and my homegirls. And I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. He has made some great music. He has brought a vibe for sure. But like he is, he is a mess. You said he has brought a vibe. <laughs> he brought a vibe. Like he, he made his mark in the industry for sure. Yeah. But like he is really just not giving. <clears throat> Here we go. <laughs> not giving at all. Here we all. go. Yes. So if you're a listener and you don't know what she mean by he was, he gave us a vibe. He was very giving. He's not giving. <laughs> She's what she's really trying to say. So this is bad, bad bitch, uh, <laughs> bad bitch slang, bad bitch slang. Okay. <laughs> what she's really trying to say is Kanye. He's a legend, mm-hmm. right? He gave us great legendary content, right? Art, right? And right now he's not being living up to his legendary status. Correct. That's what she meant. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Urban Dictionary. Yeah, you know. Appreciate it. Some people don't. They're not with the city girls. They don't know. Appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, cool. (laughs) So, I mean, like, he already went from giving us trash bags as as, um, outfits. Uh Uh-huh. I am not an easy fan. Yeah. As far as the clothes are concerned. Yeah. They look terrible. Okay. It's giving homeless. You, You don't think homeless people look good? That's what you're trying to say. Homeless people are don't look good. Um, homeless people look good when they finally get themselves together and they look up to par. But mm. uh, homeless people, baggy clothes, dirty, dusty. It does not look good. Absolutely. That's not, not the new trend today. Samaya, I'm gonna knock you out. <laughs> people like to have scuff ones and. Dirty shoes. You talking about white people. Let's be clear. <laughs> Let's be very clear. Okay. The white girl ones are legendary at this point. Yes. At this point. With the baggy pants now. Oh, absolutely. The mom jeans the mom and the white jeans. girl ones. Yes, that's absolutely. not the that, trends. That is the number one concert goer outfit. Okay. There is. So, absolutely. What's up? Tamaya, it's not cute. Okay. And this White Lives Matter stuff on the runway. Yeah. It's not cute either. I want to know. I'm not going to lie. I want to know why he did it. I mean, he hasn't said anything. All he's doing right now is ridiculing people that have said things about why he could be doing this. So I didn't like, I didn't save one of the New York journalists I saw that said something about him. Mm -hmm. I didn't save her. uh, What is it called? Uh, Hypothesis. Hypothesis. What is it called? Hypothesis. Hypothesis. Okay. I didn't read her shit. I mean, I read it, but I didn't save it so that I could talk about it. Mm-hmm. But she, she was trying to. She say was trying like, to just like okay, what he was trying to say what he trying to do, right? I but I she also that. was saying like it's still not. It's not giving. It's not giving, right? So, but I did read like uh, the creative director of Supreme, the brand Supreme. It, mm-hmm. You know, that's, okay. So he basically, because Kanye had did make a post and reference Virgil in the post and said basically somebody at whatever line that Virgil is a part of killed him. Not like physically killed him. He just said killed him. Like Uh whatever that meant to Kanye, he said he killed him. And so the creative director responded and said, I got to draw the line that you use in Virgil's death in your yay is the victim campaign in front. You're a psycho psych psych psychopanic peanut 
algorithm gallery. Goddamn, <laughs> nigga, use nigga words. Goddamn. <laughs> okay, that's why we say what we said. <laughs> Your best friend Virgil, Negro, please. This time last year, you said Virgil's designs are a disgrace to the black community in front of all your employees at Yeezy. Ask Lucette Holland. I got all the receipts. Don't let me get into the things you said after Vir- uh, about Virgil after his death. Yay, tell the people why you didn't get invited to Virgil's actual funeral, the one before the public one at the museum. You knew Virgil had terminal cancer and you wrote on him in group chats at Yeezy. Interviews. You are so broken. Keep Virgil's name out your mouth. Keep the New York journalist I was talking my name out your mouth. You're not a victim. You're just an insecure narcissist that's dying for validation from the fashion world. Take care. At least we'll always have Uganda. I don't know what that means. The Uganda part, but everything else, I got it. <clears throat> I love to hear and see the behind the scenes that happens with celebrities because all we get are the headlines mm-hmm. and we pretty much draw to want to be uh, at the on the side of our favorite. Mm-hmm. So if you're a Kanye stan, you're always going to believe whatever Kanye says, and right. whatever other people say is, oh no, that's not true. Right. Kanye's right, and so when people do come out and say like, hey, I'm right here, I know you in real life. This mm-hmm. is what you have done. Shut the fuck up. Right. I fuck. I fuck with seeing stuff like that because that's the real world stuff where I can go on Facebook and talk shit about Lizzie. But Lizzie know that what I'm saying is kind of not true. Right. But people going to choose Lizzie or my side or the right side mm-hmm. based off of their favorite. Mm-hmm. And I think like sometimes people like disconnect themselves when it's now a celebrity, somebody that don't know. And they forget that all of this is still human activity. Right. Kanye could very much still be on a rampant, a psycho rampant, or he could not be on a psycho rampant and he's using you all. Right. To get his campaigns and shit so off. To get y'all to fucking buy in on his stuff. Because one thing is white people going to do is want to buy that White Lives Matter shirt from Kanye because it hit different if I buy it from a black man instead of buying it from somebody that's white. Because right. then it just shows that I'm probably racist or something. But if I buy it from Kanye, I'm buying, I'm supporting a black business and I'm supporting this message because I believe in that message. If a black man says it, then yes. I'm fucking, I'm just devastated. Yeah. I'm not, but <laughs> I, no, I get I, you. No, I'm not devastated about Kanye. I'm just devastated at the fact that why would you make that? Yeah. Why would you make that? Art. And he could go to hell. Art. I'm just, I'm just, stuff like this makes my blood boil because like. Progress. It just makes my blood boil. And I don't know what to do because there's nothing I can do. Yeah. Somebody that big will use a platform to do that. Yeah. It's just, <clears throat> it's sad, but. Um, I think Kanye be doing a lot of shiesty shit behind closed doors that we don't get the chance to see. Mm-hmm. But literally, Kanye was with a, a white woman. Mm-hmm. And like, he's still suffering. So to come out of that and say <laughs> white lives matter, your whole life is in shambles, sir. He's you've contradictive. Been acting, you've been acting out on social media for months now. When he was with the white woman, everything was copacetic. Barely. Where it seemed like it was copacetic, he had nothing ill to say about the family. And now that he's out now of that the, he's not out the family, terrible. out the loop, they're trying to keep my black kids from da 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 da. But when she does return your text and want to talk to you, it's uh I love Kim. 
Ew. I want my family back. Ew. <laughs> I don't, man, it's typical shit, though. Like, you'll see Kanye doing it, and you'll be like, oh, he has mental health issues. It's probably just him not take care of himself mentally. But if I was to do it, right. it's different. Like, Tamaya, get your fucking shit together. Right. What is wrong with you? I just want us to stop accepting him lashing <clears throat> out. I have a really problem. I have a problem with that. Like, this, not lashing out in the sense of, Having a manic or mm-hmm. a manic episode, not like that. I'm saying lashing out in the sense of like doing stuff like this. Yeah. Where he just gets on fucking TMZ and says. Slavery was a choice. Slavery was a choice. Mm-hmm. Then now this. And then like just all the stuff where he lashes out and does stuff that does not make sense. Yeah. I wish we would stop accepting it and, and paying attention to it because it gives him ammunition to keep doing it. Yeah. Because it's bringing more attention to him. Mm-hmm. It's sickening. I can't. I can't do it. I don't. I'm not gonna lie. One. Well, it could be. I might sound like a hater, and I disagree. Before mm-hmm. I say it, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not in hating. Mm-hmm. I think this is a valid, a very valid thing to say. I think that whenever I hear celebrities say like, "Oh, I want to be a billionaire. I want to be the richest man ever," mm-hmm. I, I, f- I feel like I already don't trust you to have to get to that. Right. Because um, kiss so many white people's ass. No, it's just like having so much money, mm-hmm. like Jeff Bezos. Bezos, he has so much money, and and that man gave away like millions of dollars, and he's still one of the richest men ever. Mm-hmm. And you gave away a hundred a hundred million dollars to like some type of foundation that he had gave to like somebody that is a black figure, and he just gave him a bunch of money mm-hmm. because he's doing good in the, mm-hmm. in the community. And so I'm just like, and you're still the richest. And so that only just further proves to me that we don't need to be billionaires for us to be well off and have generational wealth for our families. We just have to attain the right views and understanding of what it is to have wealth Mm -hmm. and just keep teaching it to our kids so that they also strive to have that same amount of wealth. We don't Mm -hmm. all have to be billionaires just for then our family to be well off. Oh, period. At all. And so when I be seeing people like, oh, I got $7 billion. He has, his network is like eight, seven billion. And he does all of these antics to try to get us to further boost his, boost his, his, his life. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to do this. You don't have to destroy our community in the process of you trying to big up yourself and get, become more richer and more further along. Yeah. Like attack these motherfuckers. If you want to attack anything, but that's the thing. When you kiss white people ass, more money come along with that. Yeah. And that's why I said, like, that's basically like he's doing a lot of ass kissing right now because he wants people to buy his shit. Yeah. And he don't have them deals no more. Yeah. So, like, okay, fine. But I don't I don't want to be, I don't want to support or, because it's not really supporting if you're upset about what somebody did, but I don't want to bring attention to it. Yeah. Because why the fuck are you doing that in the first place? Yeah. It's disgusting. I don't want to talk about Kanye. If it ain't got nothing to do with good, I, don't, I ain't talk about it anymore. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's really <coughs> disgusting. But yeah. Hopefully he get it together. I hope he, knowing Kanye, he's probably not. But I hope he explain himself with this one because. <laughs> I hope he explain himself with this one. Because Which one was worse? Slavery was a choice, the MAGA hat, or this? I think this one is the worst. Uh-huh. I think this one is the worst. I think so. Too. Because you slapping everybody in the fucking face. Yeah. You, he, he said like, oh, Black Lives Matter was a hoax. I try uh, I, I try to tell y'all all that. And just doing this White Lives Matter thing is to show even further how 
this shit can really be a hoax. A hoax, and I'm finna get so many white people to come behind me. Tamaya, I get it. It's we. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I just wanted to say what I did see him say. He could say whatever the fuck he want to say. I don't care. Can't nothing. Can't nothing reverse none of the shit he didn't did. Yeah. I feel like when you do this, when you on this platform and you do shit like that, you give people the power to react that are on the other side. And mm-hmm. on the other side, I mean the oppressor. Yeah, you I'm, I'm with you the on that. You give them chance to say foul shit, yeah. be violent, yeah. do shit to black people that they know they shouldn't do. Yeah. You give people, because the, then they see like, oh, he's doing it. Why yeah. can't I do it? Yeah. He got this big platform. It's okay. We could do it. Yeah. And that's the part I don't like because... Kanye lives in a completely different reality than you and I. Yeah. A completely different reality. And that's the fucked up part about it. That, Cause he, he's doing that and he live in Hollywood. He could do whatever the fuck he want to do. Yeah. But us, we're affected by that shit on a day to day. Yeah. You could walk out your door and be called a fucking nigger because of this shit. Yeah. Condoning bullshit like this. Like that shit is not cool. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. But All right. We off that. No more Kanye unless it's good. You Kanye fans have a lot of thinking to do. Yeah. Because he's he is really on the verge. No pun intended. Now, moving on to a different menace that has <laughs> been rapping through social media world, yeah. causing a bunch of havoc. The mm-hmm. baby is who we're referring to. Yeah. The baby has been a menace since he gained mainstream su- success. Mm-hmm. It has. Continue to be a menace. He has done some shit. Even though he's supposedly blackballed right now. Him and Tory Lanez, twins. Just me and my twin in them. Uh, short kings, man. <laughs> short kings. <laughs> Period. I mean, ugh. Okay, so, what you gotta tell us? That's the word in the street. Mm-hmm, that he's blackballed. The baby is blackballed. I don't see how he wouldn't be blackballed. He has done some foul shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when he first came out, he was cool. Everybody was rocking with him. Then the violent history started to appear. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And I think the last straw was the LGBTQ stuff. When he got on stage and said something about yeah. STDs. We know and, what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. I think that was the last straw for everybody. And then after that, it was just like, okay, we hear from the baby every once in a while. But I don't think none of his music really blow up how it how it used to. I mean, it didn't. He sold 17K first week with his album that he just dropped. And mm-hmm. if you compare just to last album, it was like... A hundred K difference. Yeah. Which is extremely crazy. Mm-hmm. So do you believe, do you think like being blackballed is real? I think it is in some, in some cases. I think one talent speaks for itself. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of times you could do a lot of shit. Yeah. But people will still ride for you if you got the talent. Yeah. I like, agree. A lot of people would be like, oh, they did so and so so, but they still dope as hell. Yeah. R. Kelly, for example. Yeah. Okay, what the fuck y'all gotta say? That nigga can motherfucker sing. Right. He wrote everybody hits. Right. You're gonna respect him still. Right. Yeah. Right. Literally. Um, and we're talking about people that are like big name people. Yeah. So I think that you can be blackballed or some shit. Like, um, what's his name? The baby has done some foul shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's, I think this is going to sound bad, but I don't know if it's drastic enough for him to be blackballed by a huge community of people that used to listen to him. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're just getting tired of hearing the same sound mm-hmm. because he literally, uh, 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 it's the same shit. 
Right, right. Literally the same <laughs> dance, the same vibe every single song. Uh-huh. Maybe people are getting tired of that. I'm not a the baby fan, so I don't know. Yeah. But it could be that and it could be being blackballed. I mean, uh-huh. LGBTQ community is huge. So you've lost a ton of, of followers just by that alone. Yeah. So could he be blackballed? You don't think he'd be blackballed? What you think? I'm not going to completely, you know, reject that idea. Mm-hmm. I just, I think if I give it a percentage between what could be the reason why he's not receiving the same success that he's used to receiving, mm-hmm. I'll give the black ball 15%. Mm-hmm. And I'll give everything else <laughs> the other reason why. Because uh-huh. I said this, uh, I, I use Meg and the baby as an example when I was talking about music one time with a couple of people and I was saying how like, the music industry today is more so quantity over quality. Mm-hmm. Streaming game, you're trying to play into the streaming game, so you just keep dropping, keep dropping. Right. But doing that, you're oversaturating your sound. Mm-hmm. And so if I heard an album from you today and you give me another album of 12, 20 songs a month from now, I'm going to get tired of your sound faster than how music used to be where you drop a single and you work that single for some months. Mm-hmm. Like what did he doing right now? People don't understand what he's doing that Bryson got to move on song. He's mm-hmm. been working it for four months now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, nigga, move on to something else. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's because, and he said like, today's world got me fucked up. They want me to drop songs when they want it. Right. I'm going to drop songs when I want it. And I'm going to work my records how I want to rec- work them. Right. One, he could be out of touch. Mm-hmm. And then two, I fuck with what he's saying because I'm like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not, it's hard to put out so much great content great music, great art when it's like really coming from you. Right. Eventually. Yeah. If you just buying records from a bunch of people, Mm -hmm. that ain't the same substantial music as it could be. If you wrote it all from yourself. Right. Now you can get people to help you polish that song, Mm -hmm. make it as great as it could be. But if those same feelings and emotions came from you, Mm -hmm. that's harder to do because you damn near doing therapy. Right. Every single time is project is album time. You got to go through therapy. Right. Therapy ain't no just, one week process. Mm-hmm. You got to do it until you feel like you've conquered what the fuck you came to therapy for. Right. And so I, I'm, I'm with, I, I I'm with Diddy, Diddy on that shit. Mm-hmm. The whole, the baby shit and Meg, why I use them too is because they have given us projects almost every fucking three, two months. Yeah. And so you're everybody like, Oh Meg, give give us a new flow. Give us a new whatever. And she's like, but I am, but y'all can't really hear it. Cause y'all just so stuck on what Meg's sound is that it can't, you can't hear the new nuances and the stuff she's, she her. is doing the, her, her, she, she like, she has to slap Girl, it in your, she, I'm listen, sorry. I, she, kept it. <laughs> she had to slap you in the face me, with me, stuff me, like that. Me. For you to really see that she is giving you different shit. It's just you. I've given you so much of my style that you can't hear when I'm actually giving you different nuances. That song do sound different. The baby ain't gave a shit different. I'm sorry. He can try to do that singy shit. Let's go. Because he's giving us some songs where he try to sing on it. But the shit suck. Right. So I'm sorry, but I don't like that. (laughs) It's not good. It's not good. The baby, you're not. He he can he can he's shown that he is talented. He knows Man, how to rap. Don't say that around B Simone. No, because B Simone said she, this in the in, a recent interview. I saw her do. What she say? They was talking about the Rory and Maul podcast. Uh, I'm a huge fan of it. They had B Simone and her co-host recently. Megan A. Brooks. Uh-huh. Yes, and so they talked about the baby like for five minutes maybe, and they talked about the recent album he put out and how it didn't receive any good. It's not receiving good reception. 
And so Buddy uh, Maul was like, oh, I think he's just a, a too talented to have to do all of these gimmicks and stuff with his music. Why you just can't give us quality music and not use throwing shots, using Meg as your marketing schemes that and shit stuff. That fucked up. And so uh, Beast Maul's like, yes, yes, I agree. He's very talented without saying too much. You, you know, you know when you talk about your friend and you agree with what's say, being said about your friend, but you also can't shit on your friend. Yeah, <laughs> but she, I get what you're saying, but she be, oh, the baby's the goat. The baby's yeah. the goat. B. B. <laughs> yeah. B. Be for be fucking for real. <laughs> what they say? Be fucking for real. Uh, another one. <laughs> another one. <laughs> Just throw them out the whole podcast. <laughs> be fucking for real. Yes. He was cool when he first came out, but like now, yeah. okay, give us something else. He ain't. I don't think it's all because he's blackball. I think it's because we're tired of your fucking music. It could be that. It's too. not good. It could be that. It's too. not good anymore. It was good when you first introduced it to to you. How you feel about what he said about Meg in the song? I I didn't give it any streams. Like you I just saw listen. clips. And right, stuff. I, I didn't saw give clips any streams. too. I didn't listen to the whole yeah. song. What was it called? Boogeyman or something? I don't know. I think it's called Boogeyman. Mm. But why would why would he? What is with niggas and kissing and telling? I don't know. I think they think it's a flex that you fuck somebody. That's so weird to me. Like females do it too. Like, but to get back at you, they like ah, fuck your nigga. Yeah, but like, I feel like that's different though. I feel like that's different in the sense that like girls, <sighs> Tamaya. We was not supposed to finish my time on this boat. Let's we go. Not, but it's, let's go I'm for real because you know how like what's his name uh-huh. on on Dream Chance? We talked about his his interview. Irv Gotti. Yeah, kiss and tell about Ashanti. It was dragging her. Yeah. Now we got the baby. Like, what is with niggas kissing and telling? I don't know, man. It's so lame. Shut your mouth. I think you bragging about the people you've had sex with, it's not a flex to me. Because we all, I feel like anything that we do, like we do at, on a normal basis, right. it's not a flex. We all We're have also sex. also grown. Are you yeah. in high school? Yeah. I feel like high school niggas do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because we all wasn't <laughs> having sex in I high school. I put it in. I put it in. We wasn't Damn. having sex. That's, That's something new. As fuck. Oh, I just lost my virginity to the popular girl in high school. Like, I get it. Right. But now that we're all grown, we all supposed to be striving towards success. Why are you telling my business? Why do you care that much to sit up there and be, yeah, I fucked? I mean, he has his reasons, but it's still lame. I, th- I think bragging about and we're. Well, That's why his ass blackballed right there because he's lame. He do lame shit. It, 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 what he do? Shoot that lady in Walmart or some shit like that? No, nah, he he had shot somebody out of self defense in Walmart, but he had slapped a fan that was a woman at a concert that was, I think, either grabbing on him or she was trying to record him, and he had slapped her in the face. Didn't he kick somebody in the face too? He had beat some people up at the mall. Like it's, oh it's a God. bunch of stuff. He's lame. <laughs> lame. He's lame. been a menace. Lame. <laughs> He's been a menace. Lame. Just lame. I don't think he's blackballed. That's my. That's my. You Period. did. You you said what you said. Yeah, That's said it on that. Yeah. All right. Now we can move straight to. I don't, no, we can we can do that real quick. Dark humor. Yeah. You sure. Yeah. 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 What you was gonna quick. say before that? I forgot about that. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> so y'all, <laughs> the people on the social media, TikTok, what else? All types. Everywhere. Stuff. Facebook. Everywhere. Twitter. Everywhere. Now I watch. Did you start watching it? No. Okay, we talking about Jeffrey Dahmer series, y'all. I watched it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think I got to like episode three. Okay. But episode one, I watched one day. And I just was like, I can't watch no more. Mm. 
I couldn't like after episode one, I felt like I needed some to, time to, to reset, to just get away. Yeah, because it was so much going on. It was so much all at one time. I was just like, I don't see how people are sitting here watching this all the way through. Mm-hmm. That's besides the point. The episode dark, one was really that heavy. It was he- very heavy to me. Yeah, okay. It was heavy because a lot of people say that. Yeah, uh-huh. it was heavy. It was heavy. It was just like a lot going on. I was like, damn, this really happened. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. So it it was really heavy. But after that, it gets a little bit better. Okay. I'm not gonna tell you too much if you if you decide to watch it. Makes better meaning lighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> better meaning lighter, like lighter. They, like they get into the storyline a little bit of how he ended up at that. So they pretty much started off fucking killing and eating. Yeah, and, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It All was right. real gruesome. We okay. we jumped right into it. Okay. And then they slowed it down a little bit. Okay. So I'm at the slow part. I don't, I don't know what happens after that. Okay. But yeah. Um, but y'all are on TikTok making jokes about Dahmer series. And it's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. It's sick. Yeah. Do y'all realize that this stuff is like, re- this really happened? This is really like people's stories. This is trauma that families are bringing back up reliving yeah and this is funny to y'all i feel like it's not funny until it's you mm-hmm. and that's the problem like mm-hmm. people be kikiing ha ha oh it's so funny oh jeffrey Dahmer dance da, 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 da. until what if it was one of your family members nah you gotta just say them because they don't be caring about family too sometimes if it was you who you gonna call on da, 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 all that you right you. that shit is that shit is not funny the whole You've been seeing the TikTok with the sandwich shit. With the sandwich. Are you kidding me? Like, I get it. Go ahead and joke about the the nigga that had to dance his way out of being killed. But for you to talk about the cannibalist shit, I saw one of them too. The the, uh, the, the guy that had, talk about something. This will happen to me when the tequila tequila kick in. This is a picture of him. Do y'all know how scary that probably was for him to do in real life? Yeah. Like, y'all be making jokes out of anything, and I understand dark humor is supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be funny. But it's not funny when it's about somebody else's trauma. That's ridiculous, and it's sick. I think it's a different way to present dark humor. Like, dark humor can be like, I think about myself getting hit by a bus sometimes. Ha, 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 ha. Right. But to make humor out of real-life situations that does not happen to you is not funny. Right. I, th- I, I think I just recently said this to Jazz. Mm-hmm. I was like, I hate when people use dark humor as an excuse. I think the best humor is really when you're talking about your own life, right. yourself. Right. I think that's why Kevin Hart was so successful at yeah. first. Because he was talking about his kids, his right. wife. I don't think dark humor is supposed to be intended to be about other people. Yeah. It's supposed to be about yourself. Yeah. Because when you laugh at somebody else's pain, it's not funny anymore. Yeah. You don't get, sit up there and say, ha ha, that's why you're depressed. Yeah, that's why you that's get up there and you, you slap people on stages. Right. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yes. That's not fucking funny. Yeah. So, like, I don't I don't understand what people's sick mentality is with this and why they're obsessed with getting on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I get TikTok's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be a good kiki moment. Yeah. That's not funny. It's not funny at all. It's actually I don't makes find none of that shit time. funny. It makes my stomach turn. So if you are condoning this or making the videos, liking the, the posts, sharing, sharing it, in the comments, aha, good one, bruh. You're disgusting. Yeah. You're sick. I'm and I'm you sorry that. that you're disgusting. And your mama. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. I'm not, okay. I'm not going to say that. 
You got it off. I'm not gonna say that. You got it off. I'm not gonna be mean, but don't do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, a quick update on the student loan forgiveness. Period. They bogus as hell. It's a it's a little halt, a little hiccup in the process right now. Wanted to let anybody know that probably are not in tune with the news. There are a couple states that are trying to sue the Biden administration. Hold on, I didn't know all this. Wait. Oh, well. Now, okay. There's a couple of states that are trying to sue the Biden administration for the his his wanting to do the forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So they're basically trying to say he's over exercising his executive decision, his powers. And so they're suing. And so the Supreme Court has to make some type of decision on if they can proceed or if they'll dismiss the, the court, uh, the, the lawsuit by. Uh, so it happened in September when they put the lawsuit through. And I think they have until like some type of weeks in October to the judge to mm-hmm. decide on if this can proceed or not. Mm-hmm. And if it proceeds and it could halt the forgiveness, forgiveness um, timeline. Uh, so, you know, what I heard it, something else too, that if your loans are private, yeah, they not forgiving them. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you get it from like a private, like a bank or some other entity outside of like, what is it? Um, not Sally Mae. What is the formal? Like an educational loan. Yeah. Then um, they're not forgiving it. Yeah, that's part of the lawsuit too. Lawsuit. Which is crazy because because some people literally can't. Yeah. Get um, student loans through like educational. But I can't like say that I wasn't too upset about because mm-hmm. I understood the logic behind it. Mm-hmm. The logic the logic behind wanting to halt it because you're you got a loan that wasn't from us the mm-hmm. government. I get it. All right. Let's fight for y'all not to be able to get that forgiven right. and take that from the taxpayers dollars. Mm-hmm. Great. Cool. Mm-hmm. But the ones that is about, Oh, you just feel like he's over exercising his powers and the taxpayers are going to have to pay back f- for the people that can't pay their loans that they chose to get like that. That's you. You're a dickhead. Right. Shut the fuck up. And Cause we we you just gave Ukraine, Ukraine billions of dollars. Right. We got to pay that back. And I just don't understand where the U.S. be getting this money from to give. Because it's fake. It literally, <laughs> literally, literally, it's coming down to that. Because how are we always broke? We always in debt, but we always give We've never money. not been in debt. We we've always them, been in debt. We've always been in debt. I've been in debt. <laughs> I'm in debt with credit card companies right now. But, like, eventually you'll come out of that, right? I have to get out of it. The U.S. Unless I die. The U.S. has never... Never, ever. And we're still one of the most powerful countries in the world. And we still be giving. And you still give, give. I'm so confused how this shit works. I don't understand. Because it's fake. It's not real. So when a person like Kanye want to keep being a fucking billionaire for no reason. be a billionaire. So you're chasing fake white supremacy. That's crazy. It's crazy. But, you know, that's a different conversation. But the just want yeah, just want to give y'all that update. Um, you know there could possibly be a halt to our promised land. Fucking How did you feel about the amount they were giving? Did you feel like it was enough? Uh, I feel like yeah, I feel like it was a decent amount. What was it 20, 20? ten million and up to to a twenty. Ten thousand. Ten thousand. I'm so sorry. You said ten, 10 million. I would. I Woo! would love. <laughs> I would love that. Boy, would we be living good? Man, <laughs> they probably got it too. Right. <laughs> 10,000 10, up to 20,000. If you you could get up to 20,000 if you got Pell Grants. Yes, if you have Pell Grants. I think all Which of I us, think all of us pretty much have. If you're black, you probably the, got The stats said that 20 million people will have their loans completely canceled. 
and for in the the forgiveness affects forty three million. So now, what if you've already started making payments? You don't get that money back. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know that too. I don't know too much of that. They ain't got nothing to do with me because I ain't make no payments. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't made no payments. Don't come for us. No, we, as soon as I came out of We just school, graduated. COVID, COVID. It, it's been on the pause for two years. Yeah, that's what it is. And it's I COVID. still would have made my payments, but I would have chose to do, you a know, little bit less, the a little bit less, less instead of the max that right. I, I, you know. Right. It's COVID. We not running from them, y'all. It's yeah, COVID. It's but, COVID. you know, that's going to help it's me COVID. extremely. But, oh, they paused the interest too, right? Yeah, the interest and the payments is paused Damn. until, yeah. Could it get any louder? Sorry if you all hear this train. You know, <laughs> Indiana like is the crossroads of America. Window. I'm sorry. Damn. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just that quick update on that. We finna move past that. Period. All, all right, right, boom. Music. Music. Go ahead. Did you check out? I did. Bella. Better things. Better things. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better things. Yeah. Better yeah. things mm-hmm. by Sierra featuring Summer Walker. Mm-hmm. I, I had you watch the video. I did. And I had you listen to the song. Uh-huh. I'm guessing Sierra is prepping for a project drop. Oh, you think so? Because she's giving us like three singles, two singles. Mm-hmm. Jump. Jump. That. Was, I feel like it was one more before this, for the before Jump. She gave Might us some been. singles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know. Prepping for Typically, it. you're prepping for a project. Okay. So what you think about this better thing? So, I don't like it. You don't like it? Mm-mm. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. I, I don't, don't like it. I don't it's, like it. It's not giving. I had expectations for it. Damn, I don't like it. I feel like we could have got so much more from Summer. And Sierra, I think it's, I'm sorry. I think Sierra got it on the dancing, but I think it's time for Sierra to stop the singing. Well, yeah. I think it's I ain't going to say stop. I'm going to say study. Okay, I like that, friend. Study. Yeah. Study. Get with study. the times. Come on, friend. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Come on, Sierra. We we love you. Yeah. We love you. That's we why I give all her music a shot, just to see if she finally get it. Yeah. You yeah. just feel like she needs to study. Yeah, she just needs to study. Okay. How she can translate her style to be today's style without still losing too much of what she does enjoy to do. Right. I love her dancing. Yeah. The pop block drop. I yeah. can get with that any day. Yeah. Love it. It's fresh. Her energy is great. It's refreshing. Absolutely. Yeah. But the songs, mm-hmm. the lyric, the what you call it? Lyric content. Yeah. Lyricism. Yeah. Lyricism. Lyricism. No, that's not the word. Lyricism. Lyra. It's not lyric. Lyricism. Lyricism? Without the R. Yeah. Okay. It could, it could use a little touch up. Yeah, I finally got her. Why? I knew a word. Oh, <laughs> you're so irritating. <laughs> oh my God, you're so annoying. Go ahead. Oh my God. <laughs> this girl always messes up words. Oh my God. Anyway, oh, yes. lyricism. Okay. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> but yeah i'm not really i'm not really digging it now the video yeah the video was cool i like how they show summer pregnant and the the twins nene twins pregnant because yeah. you don't see a lot of that in the videos yeah. but that was really cute and it was okay i don't really like the song though i don't i think that was our review she just yeah. got to get with the times study yeah. a little bit more i don't really like the song i'm not looking forward to this project uh-oh nope not the whole not the not the nope. project as a collective. Nope. You know, I'm gonna still listen to it, check it out. Okay. But I don't think I don't think she got it yet. I don't think she's done enough studies. 
to try to give us uh, a relatable with the times project right now. Okay. It's just gonna, it might be sound, it might sound too outdated. Too outdated. I yeah. feel that. Sierra has a very outdated style though. She gives me Missy Elliott. Yeah. And you but see Missy, how Missy Elliott can Elliot give us something today. I'm sorry. She, she can. can. She can. But you see how she is kind of. Yeah. In the back. Yeah. In the back. Now. I can get Sierra still trying to do music though because that's something she really, like, that's a part of her. So how can you, it's like retiring from a sport you've played all your life. You don't know what the fuck else to do with the world. And so you still play pickup. So she, she still just puts out music, but she puts out the music she wants to put out. Okay, that's fine. I get it. That's but, fine. you know, uh, but we, still, we still consume she, your art. She and just we don't can't think expect that to do numbers. Yeah. I, I mean, I've never seen her Care have that conversation. Okay. So she's just it. doing what she loves to do. Got it. And we still going to review it. Period. <laughs> now, and we are. Period. <laughs> moving on to that EP that I had you check out. Okay. So I had Lizzie check out this EP called Adults View mm-hmm. by Bella. Bella is a UK R&B artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of it? Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. <sighs> Mm-mm. I didn't like it. Dang. I didn't like it, friend. Dang. I think me and Tamaya style, I think this is where we, we differ on R&B. <laughs> Maybe somebody else would like it, but I... I don't like. Are you kidding me? I don't think you like the today's new R and B. It might be that I don't like storytelling. What? I don't like storytelling. I don't. I don't like it at all. So, but you like Usher. Usher gave us nothing but stories. But he's in a way he just sings it very softly. Like if it make you want to bop your head, this don't make me want to bop my head. This make me want to cry. Oh make me want to bop Gosh. up. And it make me want to just. Turn around and die. Life is not always about beatboxing until you're okay, fucking trauma. But that's a- <laughs> you wanna be the one with start a new relationship, bro. He's talking about fucking starting I over. No, but it just it to me it just sounds better. I don't. She um, she sounds very sad. Uh huh. And I just can't. I can't do it. Remember we had this same conversation about Tink. I love Tink's music. I get it. I get that. But it's just very sad sometimes. I don't want to be sad all the time. You know the reason why I recommended it to you why? to check out is because it's about adulting. And yeah. So I thought maybe you could emotionally connect with the song. I did and you connect to one song. Find what song? Stuck. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. That's not the one I because I originally wanted to just talk about one song off of it. What song? Uh. Cause it, it it had to do with adulting, and we talked about adulting last episode. Yeah, uh, but we didn't talk about it, so I just said, "All right, well, I'm I think just." It's have- the first song on there, isn't it? No, 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 no. Okay. Well, maybe. Uh, it's called. Dang, I didn't put it in here. Always something. Oh no no no! Oh, I remember that one though. Yeah, that one was very memorable because I was like, okay. She was talking about how the the auntie. Yeah. Was saying, oh, you need to get married, or when you gonna get married? Or when I was at my age, people always pressure when you do to do stuff at to a grow up too age. fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I fucked with it in the sense of like it was real life. It was relatable. It was relatable. Hell yeah, it was relatable. Yeah. I give you that. It's just not. It's sonically. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not sitting there like, oh yeah, let me turn this on. I want to hear this. That's crazy because when I'm been... cleaning up my room, I want to be able to turn on some shit and be like, oh yeah, this this a bop. Obviously, you're not supposed to turn it on. 
Well, that's the type of music I like, though, Tamaya. You like clean up music all the time? Sunday, mama turned on the music to get up and clean up music all the time? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I can't share nothing today with you, then. Because <laughs> I be in my feels. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yes. So you will, you will go in your room and turn that on? Yes. And just sit there? And yes. what you doing sitting there crying? You sad? No. I love it because it's currently what I'm going through, and music is my escape. Okay. I feel like some people don't like therapy or counseling. Mm-hmm. And they go to something else that relates to them instead mm-hmm. of wanting to go tell somebody about your issues or mm-hmm. talk about it. You feel like I can only keep it to myself. And so their way of doing it is Drake is spitting that shit. He going through what I'm going through. Let me go listen. I'm finna listen to Drake album every fucking time I can throughout the day to help me get through the day. The reason I can't do that is because it will constantly remind me of what I'm going through. And for me, I'm already going through enough shit. Mm-hmm. I would like my music to be uplifting just a tad. Okay, I get that. I get that. Now, if I'm sad and out, maybe I will go put on some some sad, make me cry a little harder. Yeah. But I'm <laughs> by any means cry down the wall. Yeah, slide down the wall. Yeah. I don't know. To drop falling on my pillow. Yeah. I, I don't want to do that. Yeah. When I'm cleaning up my room, I don't yeah. want to do that. When I need to get in the, in the mood to go do something. Yeah. So that's not. I can't do it. Well, I, I, I mean, it. I it's definitely it. relatable. I would still say check it out. I, yeah. I would still say check it out. Check check, it, check out Bella Adults View. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's pretty much an R&B <laughs> EP about, about adulting in Sorry. today's world. Yeah. Coming from a black, the black experience yeah. type of it's shit. It's very relatable. Yes. Very relatable. Yes. I also had another one, but I didn't think he was going to rock with that one at all. What is it? It's the same thing. She was just pretty much talking about. Oh, it was another song. On it was there? about. It's another EP I found off TikTok. Oh, okay. I didn't find out off TikTok. I found that through just searching music, but I found another one off TikTok and I checked out her EP and she was pretty much saying the same like adulting, mm-hmm. but she's I think she's lesbian and so mm-hmm. she grew up in a church home and so she had a song about like, you know, God says to live this way, but I feel more of myself living this way, mm-hmm. but I'm still living with God. Like, will you still accept me? And I just thought like I've never heard a song like this. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, check out Bella, B E L L A H, Adults View, and let us know, you know, what you think of it. Period. All right, boom. So, now, which one I get into now? Mental health. Okay, okay. We okay. gotta give y'all some mental health. I Period. feel like we've been talking so much about other shit, Period. and we give our mental health sector not enough love. Oh my god! god. Damn. Sorry, I was going to the clip. What? Oh my god! God damn. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I was going to the clip. I was going to the clip. Oh my god! Okay. Uh, it's coming. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. You know we've been clipping y'all out. Yeah. On the episodes, but this one particularly has you know meaning. Mm-hmm. So uh, backstory with the clip. It's a clip off TikTok that I saw uh, with DMX. Rest in peace. West up. DMX and his son. They were conversing. I guess in some type of reality TV show about DMX son choosing to not accept his, his father's life choices. Yeah. Yeah. What? I just really have a burning sensation to do this right now. Do it. Stop. Drop. <laughs> Shut him down. Open up shop. Whoa. No. That's a rough ride us, bro. Okay. Go ahead. I really hope that wasn't screaming in y'all ear. <laughs> My apologies. That's DMX. She was on some light skin shit. Are you kidding me? 
That's DMX. Anyway, okay, back to the clip. I have to get that out. I have yes. to get that out. Okay, please. Play the clip, please. Oh, play the clip. Okay. Wait. Okay, but you're going to attach it. Okay. I've been a great father to you. I smoked weed before you was born. I drank before you was born. To lie before you was born. Love is totally unconditional. I, don't, I will never put a condition on our love or our relationship. Never. Ever. And I guess until, until you get to that place, we won't have a relationship. It's sad that I, you know, my son wants nothing from me. I have so much to offer. I guess. I still love you. I love you too. But, um, you know, that, that, that doesn't fly. It's not gonna fly. It's not gonna fly. It's not gonna fly. It's not gonna fly. It's okay. Well, I guess I'll see, see you at my funeral. all right so if you are confused and you need more context to that clip i will give it to you (laughs) more of the story dmx is and uh was an addict drug addict Mm -hmm. and his son basically had an intervention or conversation sit down talk with him and some family members about how, hey, dad, you have this ongoing issue mm-hmm. and you're not trying to recover from this issue. And it's hurt. it hurts me to see you go through this, but I do not agree with it. Mm-hmm. And I have to distance myself from you because you're not trying to help yourself and, you're, and, that, and that, therefore, is hurting me. Mm-hmm. And so DMX gave him that whole spiel of what he said about his son wanted to do so. narcissistic BS. Okay. And so that's your context for the clue. Yeah. The clips in case you needed it. Yeah. What was it? Well, that's when Ayanla fixed my life. I saw Ayanla in the background. If you saw her, but then, then it probably was on there. Okay. I didn't do any research on where the clip came from. Okay. But yeah. What are my thoughts? Yeah, what are your thoughts on that clip for one? And then we'll, we'll get deep into it. I think it's sad. Um... And maybe a lot of maybe a lot of children go through this with like parents, but I don't know. Um, when you're when you're a child and you're trying to want better mm-hmm. for your family, it's hard when it's it hard it's hard and it hurts when your family doesn't see why you care for them to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like if we're gonna play devil's advocate, yeah. Maybe DMX feels like it's hard for him or it was hard for him to overcome addiction. Yeah. And it's probably really hard, especially when your circle is not um, doing well either. Yeah. I don't know much about DMX's circle, but I'm sure somebody was, um, what do you call it? Enabling. <clears throat> Enabling, yeah, yeah his addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody was there to provide it. People were there to encourage him to do it, whatever. Or he wouldn't have been done it, doing it. Um. And so I think it's really sad when a child is begging for a relationship, asking a parent to be a parent, and you can't even do that. And all you have to say is, I'll see you at my funeral. If you, right, I'll see you at my funeral. If you can't love me unconditionally, mm-hmm. then I'll see you at my funeral. Mm-hmm. That's some fucked up shit to say yeah. to your child, yeah. let alone pull the unconditional love bullshit on me. Yeah. 
Nigga, I ain't say I want to love you while you had an addiction. Yeah. I didn't ask for that. Yeah. A child never asked for that. Yeah. Nobody asked for that. You chose that lifestyle. And it's I'm telling you, it's hurting me. But I'll play devil's advocate with what you just said. People say addiction is not a choice. It's something you have, you can't overcome at the moment. So it's not, you, you're not willingly choosing to be an addict. An addict. Well, I will say this. To contribute to what you said. Mm-hmm. Some people have addiction that runs in the bloodline. Yeah. It's not always. Oh, you believe that? I think it is true. Really? I think it is true. I'm on the fence with that one. I think it is true. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, well, I think part of it is it runs in the bloodline and the other part of it is growing up and seeing people do it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you have choices to make either you can fall into that same accident yeah or you can choose to completely run away from it yeah but i do think once you do it mm-hmm. is what i'm saying it feels really good yeah and you keep doing it and that's the part that's hard for people to break away break away from yeah and so that's why people say oh addiction runs on my bloodline because they don't want you to get into the habit of trying things mm-hmm. because the moment you try it that's it mm-hmm People who addiction doesn't run in their bloodline, they may be able to try something and break away from it and be like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to do that no more. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm straight on that. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm going to let you keep going because if I if I go off everything you say, it could turn into a tangent. Okay. <laughs> so, but yeah. I just, I just want to say, like, it's just sad. I am, I will be devastated as a child. Yeah. To hear that from my parent. We'll see, I'll see you at my funeral. Yeah. Like, damn. And didn't he actually die from an overdose? Yeah. 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 So how ironic is that? This video was years ago. Yeah, years ago. Years ago. Yeah. And he died from an overdose. So you never learned your lesson. You never. Um, and I think that's a part of drug addiction is that your brain, your, your cognitive thinking is just off. Mm-hmm. Why would you sit there and say that? I mean, probably was. Because he's not 100% rationally thinking. Like, he's addicted to something at the moment. So you don't have full control over everything there is to be you. That's just so, it's just so sad. I've never been in a place where I was addicted to anything or had to break away from something or anything like that. So I have no idea what that perspective is like. But I could only imagine that it would be extremely devastating to experience on both both, both sides, yeah, yeah, both sides, yeah. Because I know people that are addicted to things; they wish they could, yeah. But they something in their brain it just doesn't click, and they can't. Mm-hmm. And some people do go to rehab, and they do get themselves together for a little bit of time, and then they fall right back into it. And I don't know what it is. Addiction is a touchy subject for me because I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Like I understand it. For myself, mm-hmm. but I understand it for others when they have their addiction story. Right. Because I'm not addicted to harsh things. I'm mm-hmm. addicted to leisure. Like right. I, 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 I was addicted to hot chips. I'm serious. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. <laughs> I'm serious. Hot chips? Hot Cheetos. Okay. I was That's addicted. still bad for you, though. It's still bad for me. Right. And I know this. Mm-hmm. I know that. I knew this. Hot Cheetos, though? Hot Cheetos. And I have, I have, that's what, that's, that's what I got to get to. That's okay. So like when I hear people say like, Oh, my mom's addicted. I'm like, damn, Mm -hmm. you know, only she can get herself out of it. Right. 
Can't nobody else get you from not from out of addiction for anything. Right. You got to do it. And then like me, my only experience with addiction for myself, not for others, because I have people that are addicted to harsher things than I, what I've been addicted to and it, and it affects me. Mm-hmm. So, but just my own story of being addicted to something, it was hot chips mm-hmm. and that shit might have been a reason why I have internal hemorrhoids. Mm-hmm. And so I know that I am addicted, but I'm still eating it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck it was giving me, but I just loved hot. Ch- I had a huge hot chip wow. crave. Mm-hmm. And every single time I eat hot chips, the shit fucks up my asshole. Every time I have to poop. <laughs> Sorry, viewers, listeners, <laughs> but this is my, <laughs> this is my personal story to get this perspective off. Right. And so like me, I am literally damaging myself to get this crave off. Mm-hmm. Imagine hot ass steam coming out your asshole. Right. I had to get an, uh, Pants what is it? Colonoscopy. Pants what? on the ground. Colonoscopy. Yeah. I had to get that done at the age of fucking 22. Yeah. <laughs> Because the hot chips, them there, they don't know that. Right. But I know that I'm not intaking enough fiber and water. Right. And I'm eating hot chips and other shit. You in the, to- you in the toilet grabbing the walls. Bro. Pants on the ground. Holding your stomach. Hurt. It hurt. Hold- and then the poop, the stool is hard. Ugh. Little. So it's, it hurts to so come through. So you're constipated. It's scratching the, in, the inside of my butthole. Okay, this is getting a little too graphic. <laughs> okay, this okay, okay, okay. I'm done, graphic. I'm done, I'm done. Okay. I'm done. Okay. But you really got to know, like, you could be addicted to the simplest of things, and you have to see your way out of it. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I had hot chips. Right. Probably maybe a year ago. Right. But that is big for me. Right. <laughs> but I know I knew that my situation wasn't extreme as drugs, right. alcohol. Mm-hmm. But I still just still chose to eat hot chips because I like that more than I cared about that more than the pain I was experiencing when pooping. Mm-hmm. All right, boom, great. No longer eating hot chips. It was easy. Have self control. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about addiction. Mm-hmm. Just have self control. You choose it, and it'll be done. Mm-hmm. But when I have conversations with other people that have addictions to harsher drugs, harsher whatever, it's so it's like so hard, so much harder. It's not that easy, said and done. It's whatever, yada yada. So I don't understand addiction because I think the part about the drugs that, um, and let's just be clear. Any kind of drug, including marijuana, <laughs> for you motherfuckers out there that think that you can't get weed addicted is to not weed, an addiction. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> they be oh, I'm taking a break, so my tolerance. Get the fuck. Anyway. <laughs> um. I think the thing with drug addiction, or any addiction really, for that matter, is the the levels of dopamine and that people feel so good. <clears throat> which is maybe cause like maybe they're sad. Maybe their life is so shitty. They're always sad. They just want to feel good. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's what a lot of people say mm-hmm. when they own drugs real bad. They say, I just want to feel good. I just want to feel something. I want to feel something. They don't feel anything. And they just, maybe they just escape lost, from reality. Yeah. Maybe they just lost a loved one and bad shit keeps happening. They want to feel something. They want to feel cope they, through yeah. it with something else. So I think the main thing with addiction is this like, you're so far removed from reality that you don't even want to know what that reality really is anymore Mm -hmm. because you may hit the ground like rock bottom Mm -hmm. for real. If you was like not half for 30 days, you Mm -hmm. may really hit rock bottom. And I think that's the crazy part about rehab is that people probably do really hit 
rock bottom and they have to be able to survive that and come out of that. Yeah. And when you step back into life, you have to be able to sustain that yeah. or you're going to go back because yeah. people are so like scared of their realities. They don't want to deal with nothing hand on. And that's not saying like, oh, people that do drugs are terrible people because they're not. A lot of times they're, they're actually great people. Yeah. They just make poor decisions. Yeah. And so I, I think that's the thing with drugs that just like with the hot chip scenario, you could be like, okay, this is really not good for my health. But you were in your same mind. With drugs, it's like they really not in their same mind and they want to feel something. Mm-hmm. You want it to feel better. They want to feel better too, but in order to do that, they have, they to, have to consume that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the fucked up part about it. Yeah, but so, I also, that that's that's why I try to always like not even talk about addiction because mm-hmm. I still have that very black and white view on it. Mm-hmm. You just have to have self control. Right. Because at the end of the day, People hit rock bottom a lot when they're mm-hmm. addicted to stuff. Yeah, it take money to to live that lifestyle. Hell yeah, that shit is expensive. That alcohol, them fifths, that, it's expensive. It's very expensive. Weed is expensive. People will do anything. And to weed get go it. by way quicker than alcohol. You could try to you know sip a couple, do right. enough just to get drunk, and then right. save the bottle for the rest of the week. Right. But weed, that shit, you go through that quick. A day. Yeah. So like cigarettes, all of that yeah, shit. Not cigarettes. Yeah. So I'm just like. If you, when you have too. those harsh addictions, mm-hmm. it affects every part of your life. If you broke, how are you going to get it off? So then you're going to start stealing or right. you're going to do whatever to right. get that addiction off. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you have so many things in your face telling you, hey, get better. Mm-hmm. You don't even need people to tell you. Because I think I don't I feel like people I, I feel like I've done been there, done that with trying to get somebody off an addiction. Mm-hmm. It, it don't work. Mm-hmm. But when they ask broke or when they ask need something. That's when they have a little bit of rationale. Mm-hmm. And that's when I finally can say some stuff to them that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like they got to, people have to hit rock bottom first. Right. But that rock bottom got to, it got to stand. It got to be long standing for a little bit. Not no quick, oh, damn, I'm broke as shit. Hey, right. tomorrow you got $20 so I get this fifth real quick. Mm-hmm. I get paid on Thursday. It need to be like, damn, I'm broke as shit. And I lost my job. I ain't getting paid ever. Right. <laughs> so I need to do something. I need to do something. Right. And so you might, it might click in you like, fuck, capitalism fucking me up right now. Mm-hmm. I need to lock the fuck in. Right. But I don't know. I, that's, I, that's why I try to stay away from this I could this, bring somebody on here to talk about it. I, I can too. <laughs> yeah. I want no, to. Somebody that has survived it. Somebody who's been on both mm-hmm. perspectives of it. Okay. I think we can. I think, I think we could do that. Yeah. And we could add some more layers to it. What is it? We could ask some people that haven't survived it and currently are going through it and right. get their perspective of why they don't, why they can't see a way out. Is there a drug awareness month or alcohol awareness month? For sure. Month? I'm, I'm pretty sure there is. We should do it. We could do that. I'm down for that. All right, bet. I'm down for that. And if you have a story similar to this and you think you would have some great conversations insights, with us, you know, yeah. insights, hit us up in the DMs and messages. Let us know, you know. Cause for real, devil like devil's advocate is real, but I really would like to know like what's the psyche behind it. Yeah, I really wanted to talk about this clip more so because of the whole unconditional thing. Mm-hmm. Do you think that um, unconditional love is real? Um, can you have unconditional love for somebody? I 
Uh, I would say yes, but then the loves become conditional when shit like this happens. Because mm-hmm. I don't like you in that condition anymore. And so it's not that I don't love you, but I have to remove myself. Mm-hmm. And so I think at that very moment, if DMX had said, yeah, I, I'm aware that I have a problem and I, and I want to change. I think his son probably would have rolled that way with him until the very end if he could. Mm-hmm. But DMX didn't say that. Mm-hmm. He said, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. I don't give a damn what you got to say. Yeah. Basically. Then okay, at that point, I still love you. But but I got to move back. I feel like unconditional love is real. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a real thing, but the people that you are loving make it hard for you to stay around the way you want to. Yeah. If they don't want the help. Yeah. Um, it depends on what condition it is, is the issue. <laughs> depends on what condition it Unconditional is. Unconditional love means without it, conditions. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it is that real? But if real? you kill somebody, I can't be around you, period. So, so are you saying unconditional love is not long lasting? It can't be long lasting? No, I'm saying it can be long lasting, but I'm saying it depends on what it is we talking about. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, say you have unconditional love for me, mm-hmm. but then I kill somebody. Mm-hmm. So now you have to remove that unconditional love that you once had. What I'm No, I don't have to remove it, but now you have affected me in the sense that you've done something that I don't morally agree with. Yeah. So I love you. Like, I feel like when you say love, I think people throw the term love around loosely sometimes. No, I said unconditional love because love is love, but unconditional love is different than love. Unconditional love is throughout your fucking dirty draws. I love you no matter what you do. Oh, absolutely. But the thing is, when I say I love somebody, I feel like it's already unconditional. Cause I don't, I don't tell, like, I don't tell random people I love them. Like, yeah. I, I really like my friends. I tell them I love them because I be serious. Mm-hmm. And I, at that point, it's unconditional. I may tear your ass apart behind closed doors, but. I don't know. Like I, so there's nothing I could do to you for you to never to stop loving me. I wouldn't stop loving you. No, what I, what I probably be like Tamaya, you're really pushing it Tamaya, Or maybe would I step away. If you did something that was really morally wrong, yeah. I would step away. Absolutely. But you'll but still that, always love me. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So that's what you think. Unconditional love is like, no matter what, you are still going to always love that person. Absolutely. And if you got yourself together and, and, and fixed yourself, how you supposed to be. And you say, okay, I'm really sorry. I knew that wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Open arms. Mm-hmm. Period. Like if DMX got himself together and said, Hey son, I'm really sorry. When we had that time that, that 10 years ago or whatever, I was just really in a dark space. I'm sorry. I'm trying my best. I'm going to get clean. Yeah. At that point, open arms. So let's say he never did that. And he, but the son says, well, I still love you, dad. Yeah. Is that unconditional love? Or is that love with conditions? I think that's unconditional love. To to still be, to still say, well, I love you, dad. And I think it's unconditional love, period, at the fact that he tried to sit up there and tell that man, look, I want a relationship with you. A lot of people would just walk away and just say, fuck it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. and still care but like they don't have the the courage i feel like it took a lot of courage to do that mm-hmm. to sit up there and tell your parent like i'm sorry but you're you're a fucking addict and i need you to get better i yeah. feel like that took a lot of courage yeah <clears throat> and so i think it's still unconditional love because like i said if if his dad said oh i'm gonna get myself together even if it was years later i feel like his son still would have welcomed him with open arms 
it's unconditional because I feel like the love will never change. Mm-hmm. But your actions depend on how close or far away I am to you. Okay. If you decide to get yourself together, if you decide to be a great person and do the right things, then okay, I'll be right there with you every step of the way. Mm-hmm. But if you decide, oh, no, I don't want to do that, I have to love you from a distance. It's still unconditional, but I have to love you from a distance. See, I think you might be changing my perspective on what the definition of unconditional love is. Because I used to think it was just like, I love you no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. You can kill somebody today, I still love you Absolutely the exact not. same way. Absolutely not. So your love changed if I kill if I kill somebody today. My love don't change, but I can't be. I I, I don't want to be associated. So is that really still love? An unconditional love? If you choosing to change, do you view me any less? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm saying but like everything that, changes. That person you are, the person who killed somebody, is not the person that I know. So if you say if if today me and you we walking down the street. We are how we are now. We're very close, whatever. Mm-hmm. You shoot somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know that, Tamaya. Yeah. That's not who I know. That's not That's the person. not the one that you love. Right. So and now so you love me less. I don't love you any less. I still love you. But if the you, same you way. have, you have, disagree, you have, what you have done is morally incorrect. It does not align with what I, what I do at all. Yeah. I don't love you any less. But if you went and got yourself together and said, yeah, Liz, you remember that day when we was, I didn't, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I did. I'm so sorry that happened. Yeah. I'm a changed individual. Yeah. Then cool. I'm a welcome. You with so I have arms. to change. Absolutely. I think that's a part of, but what if I never love. change? And if that's never, now me. If you never change, I'm a murderer and that's now, now you, I still love you, but I have to remove myself from the equation. I'm still, you could still love somebody and not want to be associated. Hmm. No, I, I agree with that. That can be living duality. Mm-hmm. It's really just a matter of does the love change? Because I can say I love you and it that's it. Mm-hmm. Blanket blanket statement, I love you, Lizzie. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that the love is the exact same way of when I loved you with at the highest. Right. Of like, damn. Because you, you know when you're in love with somebody and then you just love them? Mm-hmm. I feel like you can be in love with friends and platonic relationships like this motherfucker right here is my four lifer. Mm-hmm. And then they do something that's crazy. And you're like, hey, man, I I don't know if I love you the same as when I was like for lifer, but you still, I still love you. It's just well, not I, that hard dying love. Well, I think that's a little different though. Maybe it's just y'all don't see out of eye no more. And now I feel like that's okay. Maybe the love really wasn't unconditional. You know what I'm that's saying? why I'm, that's why I asked you the question. Do you think unconditional love is long lasting? I think it's long lasting, but I think we have to be careful with who we say we have unconditional love for. Okay. Because like you can't say like, oh, I have unconditional love for I don't know, or maybe you do say it and you realize okay, like maybe maybe I don't. Yeah. Or maybe this person is we are growing apart or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then like. It's not that you don't love that person. It's just that you don't have unconditional love for that person. That's why I've been saying this whole time. It's like, are you, is it love or is it unconditional love, Lizzie? Because you keep saying, I still love you, but you're saying I unconditionally love you when it's just is, I love you. It's no longer unconditional love when I can murder somebody. It's just, I love you still, Tamaya. No, I'm saying. I still unconditionally love you, Tamaya. Yes. Even if you murder somebody. Yes. I'm saying the person that murdered somebody is mm-hmm. not the Tamaya that I know. Mm-hmm. I still unconditionally love Tamaya. Okay. 
I don't unconditionally love murderous Tamaya. Okay. And if you went and got murderous yourself, Tamaya, still me. But if murderous Tamaya said, "I'm gonna go get myself together," I never said it. I'm okay. still. If you were just murderous Tamaya, yeah, because I, I agree with murder. I love you unconditionally, but I have to love you from a distance. Okay. So it don't matter what the fuck Tamaya do. You gonna still love me the exact same way as when I never was a murderer. I still love you. I have to just remove myself from the equation. No, okay, you can still love me, but you're going to love me the exact same way as the Tamaya that wasn't the murderer. Am I going to pick up the phone and say, hey, girl, what you doing? You ain't no. got to treat me the exact same way, but, but are you going to lo- still love absolutely, me the exact same absolutely. way? Absolutely. I was. If somebody asked me, oh, how's Tamaya? And you murdered somebody. I would say, damn, I really love Tamaya. I have unconditional love for Tamaya, but unfortunately, Tamaya did X, Y, and Z. And because of that, I have to love her from a distance. Okay. Okay. Now I got to sit and reflect a little bit more on unconditional love. Cause I was so set. Unconditional love is not real. It's flawed. Not you real. should not have unconditional love for people that sets up boundaries to be broken. The person who is the person who is creating the condition. Yeah. Is causing it to be hard to love her. Yeah. So like, Damn. it's not that you can't give unconditional love. It's the person that's creating the condition that's yes. tugging on the relationship. Yes. So I feel like you can give unconditional love. You can love somebody to death do you part. Yeah. But it's up to the person who's creating the condition to be like, hey, that's my fault or apologize or whatever. Yeah, but murder is a, a different apology than just, hey, <laughs> I didn't well, know that was your clearly, food in the refrigerator. Ah, <laughs> clearly, you have to go through more than just. An apology. You have to get help. You have to do whatever yeah. you need to do. Whatever it is that you condition, you created. You have to go through the correct routine process, whatever, to heal from that. Yeah. But after that, I feel like if you've correctly done what you're supposed to do, yeah. why wouldn't I be receptive to who you've become? Because and open you back into you welcome arms. Well, I don't. I don't think that freak. The way people view forgiveness, I don't think I need to believe in that way. Like forgive no matter what, so mm-hmm. that your heart is cleansed. I don't know. I don't. I don't believe in that. You know, you forgive what you want to forgive. Absolutely, you forgive what you want to forgive. And so, let's say somebody says like, "Murder is where I draw the line." That's not mm-hmm. forgivable, right? So, Tamaya murder somebody, and I'm not. That's not forgivable. Mm-hmm. But I know I still love Tamaya. Mm-hmm. I now have conditions with my love. Like, hey, Tamaya, because I, I feel like if I have to distance myself from Tamaya, if I got to uh, not treat them the exact same way I once did when the love was 100%, then I feel like that's not unconditional love anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's love with conditions. Mm-hmm. So I only can fuck with Tamaya if we at friend friend outings now. Mm-hmm. And I need to talk to her at a friend setting instead of we one-on-one direct intimate settings. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm now bonding and growing a real relationship with Tamaya mm-hmm. when I just want to love her from a distance. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not unconditional love still. I feel like that's just love with conditions now. Because mm. if you got to love somebody from a distance, that's because you don't agree or fuck with whatever the hell they got going on right. when you used to. Right. So now your love is changing in a different way. But have you, I guess what I, but the thing that I'm getting at is like, okay, I I know people that have done wrongful things Mm -hmm. and they've come out as better people on the other end of Mm -hmm. it. And so I still love that person Mm -hmm. before they did those bad things. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a bad thing to still love that person even after they recovered Mm -hmm. 
I just had to distance myself in your time of recovery mm-hmm. because whatever you got going on is harmful to me. What if that distance withstands and never changes because if that person changes, stays the same instead of rehabilitate? If it never changes, it just never changes. And that's still, to from your definition, like unconditional. I still have unconditional love for that person. Absolutely. Okay. But what you did, I can't undo. Mm-hmm. And if you don't see a problem with what you did, I can't help you with that. You have to go get help with that for yourself. Mm-hmm. But I still love you the same. Mm-hmm. I still see the person that I love from the beginning. Loving from a distance. You have an issue with that term, that phrase. I don't know if I have an issue yet. I just think that that's something that we really all need to dive into because we use that as an, like an excuse. It's like a gotcha, a blanket statement. Loving from a distance. Loving from a distance. I still love you, but I got to love you from a distance. Don't it sound like I'm breaking up with you? No. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, Lizzie. I love you, but I got to love you from a distance. <laughs> okay. Have fun. So that, so that means that I can physically never, ever see you again. Okay. But my love is still out there for you. Absolutely. That's not a breakup. No. Because I get shunned every time I say... You can be friends with your exes. Like, y'all can still be cool. Now, Tamaya, that's a different conversation. Oh, it ain't. Yes, it is. You, you once loved somebody, right? Yeah. Y'all no longer but, work out. Okay, but the the issue I have with the ex thing, well, maybe not. Maybe not for your situation. But a lot of people, exes do them dirty, like, repeatedly. Yes. And like so, murder. But, but here's the difference, though. I think then this is why I said we need to stop throwing the love word around mm-hmm. or, or unconditional love around very loosely because you could very much be in love with somebody or think that you love them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But to sit up there and treat people bad continuously and then turn around and say, oh, I love you. You can go to your mama house with that shit because I don't want it. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. That's not unconditional love. That's not love, period. So a lot of the times when people break up, maybe not in your case, maybe your cases are milder, but a lot of times when people break up and go their separate ways with people is because they've been treated poorly. Yeah. Multiple times. That's because love wasn't real. You it didn't really wasn't love, love period. Yeah. From the jump. Yeah. But if you did really love somebody, nine times out of ten, people do really be friends with their exes sometimes. Yeah. And ain't nothing wrong with that. But as I'm long just, as y'all only just being friends. I'm just good on that. That's cool, but I think... It's, I think I just get shunned a little bit too much. I by feel like it, it keeps the can of worms open that you just need to close the chapter one. No. Yes. No. Yes. It don't. Yes, it does. One, a lot of y'all never was friends with y'all exes before y'all became partners. That's the issue then. So y'all didn't have that friend foundation to rely back on when y'all no longer are intimate anymore. Mm-hmm. And so you'll be like, oh, that's weird. You're friends with your exes because you th- never was friends with your exes before. So you don't know how it feels to now just go back to being platonic i don't know if you can go back to being platonic you can no you cannot you just choose not to because you still look because i i have exes that didn't want to do it Mm -hmm. they wanted to i don't want to be in your life if i'm not your girlfriend Mm -hmm. so obviously i can't do it with you because i don't want you to be my girlfriend anymore i just want to be your friend again i what i'm saying is you probably can yeah but it's not if there's always a party in the situation that is not with it completely they'll say they're with it but then every once in a while it'd be some shit mm-hmm. 
And I just can't get with that. It keeps a can of worms open that you just need to close. I want to have a relationship where I, well, I don't because the next relationship I in, I would like for it to be, you know, the one, but like mm-hmm. if I have relationships and they're not working out, mm-hmm. I would like to finally have a successful friendship with the ex so that I could prove a point. <laughs> Tamaya. <laughs> Maya. What are you motherfuckers that's gonna love me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and go back to being my friend. And that's going to be a real friendship. It's also just like about your 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 partner too, like the person that you're with next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if they don't fuck yeah, with yeah, the we fact get that all that. You... We get all that. Yeah, whatever. Okay. I think that takes growth and maturity for you to to not even grow from maturity, but just like the narrative to change. Because the narrative has always been the same. Exes I'm can't sorry, be friends. I'm sorry, but I don't care if your ex was the greatest person on earth. I don't care to see your ex and be key king in my living room because that's your friend now. Okay. I don't think that that is like the most realistic way to you have a friendship friends. with your ex. You said friends. Yeah, but you know, some friends are just, we're going to go get brunch friends. And some friends are, I bring you home to my family. My mama know you. So, it's different so friends. So you want to get brunch with your ex by yourself? Cause we're and that's a hell no for me. Um, and it's that's a hell. I'm, it's a big ass hell no. See, I've had my past with being friends with people that like me. Mm-hmm. So I know that I'm not the best example to you know vouch for this to be Tamaya. real. And I'm growing from all of this. <laughs> it's okay, a hell no, it's a hell no. It's a hell no. I get it. It's not that I don't trust my partner. I don't trust the person. I get. That. I don't trust the other person. I to, get to it. Keep it platonic. Yeah, but you can at least allow your partner to try it first. Some people are like, oh no, I ain't with no motherfucker that's too friendly with they. And I'm that person. Well, and I think you're stuck. because the moment think... you sit down at the table and you compliment my nigga, <laughs> I'm beating your ass. I'm fucking beating your ass. That's what friends do. Not an ex friend. You know, the reason why I'm not back with my exes because I don't see them sexually in the same way I used to. Okay. That's You're fine. not cute to me anymore, sis. That's fine. And so I personally have friends that I don't think is fine, you sexy. You be tripping. <laughs> like, come on, bat you in your shit. Walk you like a dog, beat your Whatever, ass, bro, you whatever. Period. I if don't... I say, hey, ex, I'm not going to call them ex, we're friends now, but like, right. if I'm like, ex, you look cute today. Okay, it that's ain't, fine. It ain't be f- no, because I fine. think you that, actually that don't sound bad, but it it be the it be the flirting shit. It be the too much. Okay, yeah, I get yeah, that. Yeah. I can't do that. I don't do that. I don't do that. I can't do that. You don't do it, but I, it's but the I other get person because I'm trying to change the I'm trying to change the Some a lot of people they do be fucking around. Right. I'm trying to change change the narratives. You know, Charlemagne said black men don't cheat. Exes can be I'm friends. I'm really finna bat you on your shit now. Charlemagne, <laughs> Charlemagne is full of it. Hashtag exes can be friends. I, I'm going to try to change the narrative, okay? If you're, right. friends, if you're trying to be friends with your exes, be their friend and nothing else. Stop fucking around. On both sides, though. On both sides. Stop fucking around. If you know you can't be friends with that motherfucker, tell them that and y'all stop trying, all right? Damn. I'm trying to, you know, do 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 better in the world. Tamaya. I boom. It ain't it ain't happening. We we finna we finna leave y'all with a little some some. With a little some some. With a little some some. How much time we got? Ooh. We, we you close. know we get that off. Okay. Okay. So, do you want to introduce this, please? This is your. Okay, so I told Tamaya. Let me just get into it. <laughs> I told Tamaya I wanted to talk about spoiled children or the term people using the spoil uh the term spoiled mm-hmm. versus um. 
like people just having great parents. Yeah. So the reason I brought this up, Tamaya has actually called me spoiled a few times. Mm-hmm. She's called me a spoiled brat to be exact. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen this debate on social media a few times where like people will say, Oh, people call me spoiled, but I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Uh, I, I just have parents that support me, support so me. Really, I have parents yeah. that or whatever. And yeah. people that come from households that are not supportive or don't receive an abundance. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, see it as like people being spoiled or like not so much have a hate towards people like that, but like it could be just, envy. Yeah. Just be saying shit. Yeah. Or are accepting of the bullshit that they that they experienced growing up. Or they feel like that your methods of how you get by is not going to set you up the most successful way right. in the end when you're literally on your own. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. So the reason I wanted to talk about it is just because I think there's two sides to the spectrum. One, do I feel like I was spoiled? I feel like I was spoiled in the sense of like getting away with shit. Okay. Like I did some stuff that I probably shouldn't have got away with. I ain't mm-hmm. gonna lie. When it comes to that, mm-hmm. I probably should have got in trouble. I probably should get my ass beat a, a lot more times, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, okay, maybe I did get away with a few stuff. But I'm a middle class citizen. My family is middle class, just like everybody else is. Middle class? You think you middle class? I think so. We gotta we gotta check the statistics. Am because I missing? You middle, is it your family middle class too? Hell no. Low class. Oh. Poverty. You got to check the statistics, my man. You got to check the the threshold. Whoa. Okay. Well, I think I think I came from a middle class family. Yeah, you could think so. I don't know. I don't yeah, know Yeah, no, for I'm sure. saying like it, it makes sense for you to think so. Yeah, I don't know for sure. But if you base it off of what America says is middle class, it's pretty high. I'm, I'm curious to know now. Yeah. I, I, I remember growing up, poverty was like low. Like the, the dirt of dirt was like... 26 thou uh not 26 but like a little bit lower at 26k mm-hmm. uh family household income right so that's two people and then like it's not at the property it's like low class then middle class mm-hmm. and yada, yada yada i think i was middle i think my family was middle class i don't know i would have to mm-hmm. dig up some research did you grow up with two parents i did not in the household well i did not i grew up with two parents but not in the household yeah um, so the household is 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 not put into two, and so you take an account into the household that you actually grew up in the most, like the one you lived with. Yeah, my mom. Yeah, and I you think, think that that was middle class? Yeah. Okay, I think so. Um, and we still struggled. Mm-hmm. I did not, by any means, get it out the mud. Mm-hmm. Did not. I mean, I've never. You you will never hear me say, "Oh, I came from the trenches. I got it out the mud." Never, 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 mm-hmm. never, never. That's that's because that's I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Did I come from the wild hunters? Absolutely. But I will never, ever say that. I never have claims to fame with that. Mm-hmm. But we still had our struggles, and I think that's what people, people like, be looking at me like, "Oh, you're so spoiled. You're so spoiled, girl." I got told no a few times. Mm-hmm. I'm not spoiled. A few times. <laughs> and my mama, my mama made a lot of sacrifices. I think it just come down to priorities and sacrifices. Like my mm-hmm. mama, my I think my mother, my parents, period, my mom and my dad. I think my I think my mama and my daddy both understood the 
Remember last episode, we talked about lifelong contracts. Like, mm-hmm. kids are lifelong contracts. Mm-hmm. I think they both understood that in the sense that, like, they made sacrifices to ensure that I could do the stuff that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I went to private high school. Yes, you did. I did. Mm-hmm. But it was very hard for me to go there. When I went there, tuition was $10,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And so my my sophomore year or my junior year, I almost didn't even return. I had to make a GoFundMe. Yeah. So that I could go back. Yeah. We struggled in those four years that I was there. And so it was not by any means easy. And I feel like when people, when people see that you have parents that are supportive, they equate it with spoiled. Mm -hmm. I was just telling um, my friend or whatever. I, there's no reason why kids have to move out. And get it out the mud. Mm-hmm. There's no re- like parent literally giving your child clothes on your back, a food, food to eat, a ha- a house or whatever is the. I'm sorry, y'all. Bare minimum. It's the bare minimum. And like my mama would say sometimes when I'm growing up, like, oh, I could have, I could have gave you up for adoption, or oh, you need to be grateful. Or, people, parents say that all the time. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is that you will be running away from your responsibilities if you did those things. Mm-hmm. If you, if you gave me up for adoption or if you, if you didn't want to have nothing to do with me, if you gave me away to a foster home, if you, you will be running from your responsibilities. So do mm-hmm. you want to be that person? Mm-hmm. I don't think you want to be that person. And so giving your children the clothes on the back, food on food the table, head over their house, yeah. hot water, electricity. I'm sorry, but I didn't ask to be here. I mean, they need it too. They, <laughs> nigga, that part, nigga. That part. That you gotta part, eat too. So that fucking part. I will hope you'll give me some crumbs, nigga. Damn. And you also brought me into this world that I did not ask to be in. So as a parent, I feel like that's the least you could do. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. That's that's what you're in supposed order to, to do. Survive. I'm very grateful for it. Let's be clear. I'm very grateful for it because it could be the opposite way around. Yeah, we could be. You know what I'm saying? But. I hate. I just hate that people see supportive parents and say, "Oh, you're spoiled." Yeah. Instead of saying. Oh, I wish my parents were like that because essentially that's what you're saying. You're projecting. I don't think that's always the case. Not always, but a lot of times people are projecting. Mm -hmm. They're saying like, oh, you're spoiled. You get everything you want. No, I don't. Mm -hmm. We actually struggle too. My mama just made different sacrifices that maybe your parents didn't make. Mm Mm-hmm. Or they couldn't make too. Or they couldn't make. Mm -hmm. If they couldn't make it, that's, that's okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm any better than you. Yeah. Never have I ever said that. Yeah. I just want people to get away from the notion that like people, people that have supportive parents are like spoiled. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not. I, like I said, I might be spoiled with getting away with stuff, but I don't, money did not grow on trees for me mm-hmm. by any means. This girl just put her gym shoe on my couch. That ain't spoiled. Cause what household you grew up in that allowed you to do that? Girl. And- <laughs> that's just y'all people being toxic. Why I can't put my foot on the couch? You pay for this couch? Here you go. You see what I'm saying? You pay for this couch? Absolutely not. So get your motherfucking <laughs> shoe off my couch. <laughs> you see how we- You ain't even supposed to have your shoes on this rug. Y'all just be mad about people be fan anything to be mad about. Okay, when I go to your crib. Like you ain't got no little sofa cleaner. So you want me to clean behind your dirty ass for putting your shoes on my couch? No. You know, some people like to lay their head on this couch sometimes. Okay. And by some people, you mean you? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. But like I was saying. 
some people didn't raise their kids properly. Uh, anyway, I also <laughs> want people that feel like maybe they didn't come from spoiled households. Maybe they had did have to get it out the mud. Maybe they mamas and daddies and whoever whoever was the caregiver didn't have it to give. I want to say like understand that even if they didn't have it to give, even if they didn't. If you if you are a person that goes to bats for your family, mm-hmm. regardless of what's going on, don't accept poor treatment mm-hmm. because of you feel like, oh, everybody had to get it out the mud. When you do get it out the mud and you reciprocate out the mud energy, mm-hmm. everybody should reciprocate out the mud energy. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't only be reciprocating out the mud energy and then everybody else is just reaping the benefits. Mm-hmm. And nobody is giving out the mud energy back to you. I get, I get what you're trying to say. So if you don't know what she mean by out the mud, <laughs> she means, hey, if I'm a Lizzie and I came from the struggle, right, and you live in the same household as me, you also are coming from the struggle, right. If I'm putting in a lot of work to get us out the struggle, get myself one out the struggle, and therefore it could help you get out the struggle. You also need to put in the exact same work, if not more, to also help us all get out this motherfucking struggle. Right. Did I get it? Yeah. Okay. And then when we all get out the struggle, everybody needs to match the energy. So if I, let's say, get a new apartment. Right. And, you know, I just got a new apartment and this was a big thing. We are, you know, where we just came from. Right. Pouring to me. Right. When you get out the place that you just came from and it's the struggle, I'm going to pour into you. Right. It shouldn't be only one sided pouring into others and you just expect goodness from me getting out the struggle. Right. This hard work ain't just for you, motherfucker. Right. Period. Okay. You got it, friend. All right. Come on, Urban Dictionary. All right, I got you. Come on, Urban. Let me get my foot off. Nigelations, man. Nigelations. 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 But yeah, <laughs> I I just had to say that because I feel like people be, oh, you're spoiled, oh, you're, and I'm really, I'm really not. And I feel people when they say I'm not, I'm not spoiled. I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like people that are spoiled or people that come from silver spoons, they just they're automatically born into wealth and they just splurge on shit that don't even make sense. Mm-hmm. Like you're 16 and you just got a Mercedes Benz. Mm-hmm. You're spoiled. I think spoiled can also be where you don't have rich. Well, wealth, you're not, you didn't come from riches, but you have, you have safe havens mm-hmm. and those safe havens does not allow for you to grow. Mm-hmm. So if I can always call on my mama to get me out of the mm-hmm. mess I'm putting myself in and she does it every single time. Mm-hmm. I could be spoiled mm-hmm. instead of me having to figure out how to navigate through this world on my own mm-hmm. without my mother being there to save me every single time. Okay. So this is why I disagree with you. Okay. Because like, for example, I know today if I got negative $50 in my bank account, I know I could call my mom and say, Hey ma, uh, payday is coming up. Mm-hmm. I got negative $50 in my bank account. Mm-hmm. Can you give me 50? Or whatever, and I pay you back on payday. Mm-hmm. Yada yada woo. Mind you, me and my mama actually do this. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not making no shit up. We mm-hmm. actually do this sometimes because my shit be in the bath. <laughs> anyway, match your business, match your pockets, match your pockets. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, cause I'm gonna still use corner afterpay. Oh, okay, bro, get your shit off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but if I call my mama, say hey, I need 
I need $50, she's probably just going to come through for me. Uh-huh. I'm going to pay her back. But I feel like there's other ways to teach your kid responsibility. Like, I'm going through hardship right now as far as job mm-hmm. and, like, getting money. So she knows that. Yeah. So she's not going to be like, no, nah, you shouldn't have spent, you shouldn't have spent this X amount of dollars. You should have just spent it. Well, it also costs a lot of money to get back and forth to work because I travel far. Uh-huh. So I feel like there's other ways to teach, like, responsibility. Like, for example, my dad, he's, when I didn't want to pay my sticker, mm-hmm. I didn't want to pay my play sticker, but he made me pay it. And I said, I said, well, but I said, if I play the play sticker, the play sticker, can you pay the phone bill in? Cause we alternate on the phone bill. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, mm-hmm. it's like, you played, you pay the play sticker mm-hmm. and you paying the, on the phone bill. Mm-hmm. I said, but dad, he said, I, I, I. he didn't save you. It's your month to do the phone he bill. He didn't save me. But if I called my dad and said, Hey dad, I need $50. My dad brought me lunch the other day because he know I'm broke. Okay, that's cool. But he also could have been like, yeah, Lizzie, it is your turn to do the phone I bill. I think there's ways to save. Not Maybe not enabling by saying, oh, you don't have $50. Okay, well, here's 200 Maybe he don't do that. Or but- he can give you the $50 that you need and always be there to keep giving you $50. And you never know what it feels like. To have to go hustle and get that money yourself. Well, that's, that's, I feel like that's a little different. That's not what I'm talking about then. That's what I'm saying by spoil, where you always have, always have somebody to get, to save you mm-hmm. from your life decisions. Mm-hmm. I can keep choosing to spend all my money on Gucci and Prada. And every single time a bill is due, I can call my mom and say, Hey mom, I'm, I'm doing my phone bill and I ain't got it. Can okay. you pay for it? And she says yes every single time. I don't think that's spoiled. I think you're just stupid. And I think your mama is even stupider for giving it to you. You're spoiled. No, <laughs> no, I don't think that's spoiled. Okay. I think that's just straight up stupid. And okay. you're taking advantage at that point. Well, I think spoiled is people who just ha- like, just don't have to struggle about nothing. All right. Before we sign off, cause we're about to sign off. Let's look up what Webster thinks spoiled is because we can have our definitions. That's all what it is with the English language is our opinion on what we want the definition to be. I just think (laughs) spoiled is like. So we're going to go off Webster and see what they say. People that abuse it. And they just. Say it all out. Uh, It is an adjective. Move it closer. I can't see it. It is an adjective. It says. Harmed in character by being treated too lenient, leniently or indulgently. Indulgence, spoiled, meaning you can keep having a safe haven, something to save you, and you take advantage of it. Okay, That's a- that sure, but I I think that is not spoiled. I think that is taking advantage. But I think there's a difference. taking advantage is indulgence. Yeah, when but you I self think there's, I think there's a difference between. Taking advantage and abusing somebody for helping you mm-hmm. and being spoiled. Spoiled is just somebody just constantly giving it to you. Like, because they don't have, they don't have to have a reason. Okay. So they let's just, just take out the, uh, the part of me knowing that I can call my mama to always give it to me. Mm-hmm. My mama just wants to just keep get paying for my bills. Okay. I never that's asked spoiled. her. She that's pays spoiled. for it. So now that's spoiled. Cause yeah. I never asked for it. Yeah. So you don't have to ask. You don't anything. ask. You didn't ask your dad to pay for that. T- that, that plate. I did. And I said, did you not ask your dad to pay for the phone bill? 
I did. So now you're taking advantage of your dad and you're no longer spoiled. I'm not taking advantage of my dad because I am actually struggling. You're, you're paying. People who are spoiled are not struggling. You don't know. That's not the case all the time. Some people, people are, are spoiled, spoiled and they can always just know that they can come to their mama to get them out of it. They daddy that's not to get them out though, of that's it. That's taking advantage. That's taking advantage of somebody because you know they would do it. I don't know if that's spoiled taking advantage is, all the time though because... I can know that they're going to do it because I know that they're well off. Not because I think that they just have but this then, soft But then they're still me. taking advantage, though, because you know they'll do it. You know they'll say yes. Spoiled is like, you don't have to ask. It just happens. Like, people that, my, the people that have, okay. like, the big My Super Sweet 16 okay. things or whatever on TV. They get in Jeeps. They get in Merced. Because their family is wealthy, they have it like that. Cool. So people that they aren't wealthy, to- they can't be spoiled. They can only be... I'm not saying people that, of people. I, I'm not saying that people that aren't wealthy can't be spoiled. You absolutely can be. But when you knowingly know that somebody is going to continually continually say yes, mm-hmm. I feel like at that point you're just taking advantage. You're making the same mistakes on purpose. Okay. Cognitive, cognitively, knowing that you're making these same mistakes because you know somebody will cover your ass. Mm-hmm. That's taking advantage. Okay. I think being spoiled is something completely different from taking advantage. Okay. Hey man. I didn't create the English language. I speak niggalations. Are you kidding me? So you could be right. We know, directory. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm choosing my own definition. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. I just feel what like. What y'all think, man? What is being spoiled? That's the question of the week. What is being spoiled? What is being spoiled? And do y'all feel like being spoiled has a negative connotation? Because I feel like. It is does. being spoiled a bad thing? I think Can it, it be does. a good thing? I think it What's your, what is your thoughts on being spoiled? Let us know, man. Period. All right. That's the episode. Period. Episode 14. Make Period. sure you like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell. Bing. And give us that rating on, on, the, on where you get your podcast, man. Thank you. Period. Just watch the damn podcast.